702. Food feature. Guys, you know it's December when you're in an air-conditioned studio, but because you had a drink earlier, you are feeling warm. Yeah, feeling hot. In our food feature for today, we have Ken Pai. We're joined by Munwabisi Tete, the owner, as well as Chef Moses Gumete. Gentlemen, how are you? Happy Friday. It's December. Dicky December. <laughs> Yo. And I was just thinking about the Halloween album. I'm going to be playing it, TKZ, in the car on the way home. Because it's loaded. Can you feel the energy? We can feel the vibe. We can, we can feel, feel the, the energy. Everything, yeah. So, baby, let me start with you, Munobisi. What is December to you? December started when the Springboks won. So, when, right? So, like, right? When they lifted that trophy, we're like, ah, it's December, guys. I don't know how Cyril, Uncle Cyril, is going to get us all back to work. Firstly, um, that man robbed us. Let's not forget our public holiday was meant to be in November. Let's start there. He robbed us, but it's fine. We'll take the 15th. Because <laughs> we were going to be drinking anyways, but we'll take the 15th of December. <laughs> yeah. So we started celebrating already. We opened up a restaurant uh, about 16 days ago. Mm. So when the Springboks won, we thought, let us open the restaurant. You lie. Yes, ways. What? Yes. That was what instigated it. That's exactly what instigated it. We weren't ready. Our interior designers looked at us and said, you are crazy. We said, well, look at the craziness that's just happened on TV. We've won three games with one point. What else can we and do? And the blood that's of Jesus Christ Amen. and the ancestors Amen. of Dada. But you know what I so love about you sharing that? Like a very big lesson I learned since COVID, um, being the A-type personality that I am, I often wait for things to be perfect before releasing, launching, yeah. sharing. And I've learned to just like, let's just go with what we have. Are you finding in your career that you missed out on opportunities because you wanted things to be perfect before formally doing them exactly completely um you know once again they started what do you guys know about japanese food right i mean listen we're gonna get to that where i'm like <laughs> eh, my brother are you lost <laughs> Because there's some chicken feet missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we, we, we never wait till the sun comes up properly to start mm. things. Yeah, we, we are always waiting for the right temperature. Well, guess what? There is no right temperature. Mm. Um, there is no right moment except the now. And, um, you know, so when we spoke to Ontarius to say, listen, we're not 100%. But the food and the people are waiting for us and we are Decembering mm. and why not December and we will fix the interior stuff as and when time goes on. So, you know, we, we know the challenges the country has, but, you know, if, if your interior stuff is stuck at the Durban port, mm. are we now going to not open? Uh, landlords are there. You've mm. signed leases. You've done all those realistic things. And... um we wanted to enjoy it and we also wanted to savor the moment, 
you know, we 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 popped a, a bottle um, of bubbly once we opened up um, in our hard hats mm. because we couldn't wait. You know, you, we couldn't have the perfect moment to say, "White guys, there's no delays, materials." So, what perfect way mm. to start than to celebrate? I mean, the food was there also, though. Yeah. That you know, the most <laughs> important thing, the food was there. The drinks were there, chef. Uh, what does December mean to you? Uh, December, to me, like it means everything mm. when it comes special to passion for cooking as a chef. Yes. So December, it's like December every day to me. Yes, yeah. yes, I so, absolutely love that. Yeah, it's like December everything. Like, as you said, uh, box win, everyone was celebrating. It was a tough Mm. Tough matches. Remember, win by one point or by one point. It was something else. We're still recovering. Yeah, we're still emotionally. recovering. Yeah, exactly. we're, in we're still celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> we're still recovering. Yes, that's true. When when Munwabisi comes to you to say we are bringing things early, let's go. Did you feel ready, or did you feel like you still wanted to fine tune certain things on a, on the menu, or did you feel like I I was ready? You know, uh, honestly, when uh. I came down from Cape Town to come and do my interview to uh, Chanel Monabisi. Mm. So I have that passion. I have that thing that I'm not a failure as a chef. Mm. So it was like a dream for me to say, ah, let me go back again to Jobek. Yes. This is what I'm waiting for. Yes. So it was like a wow to me. Listen, it was a wow to me. Yeah. <laughs> I love how the stars align. And not just that, you, you Monabisi, were receptive to that gut thing. That was telling you to go ahead. Like, it didn't matter what the experts around you, even though the accountant was like, don't do it. Yeah. Or the other person was like, don't do it. It's a bad business move. Um, I, I want to find out about the beginning part of this journey. And I'm not talking about the restaurant's journey. I mean, your relationship with food. And then when did Japanese cuisine yeah. enter into this picture? Did you drink like a bit too much sake one night and were like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Never hear you taking out files on air yet. Listen, I, I listen, Saki. You know, it's a, at the beginning. It feels like this is an acquired taste, yeah. but once you're in, you're in. You're in. You're in. You're in. <laughs> you're in. So you know, post COVID, everything changed. Mm. Um, food. Um, people became chefs in their houses. Restaurants became uh, a, a hazard to 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 us, um, and and. You know, a lot of chefs developed mm. and new taste buds developed because you can't cook the same thing every day. You're stuck in your house. You can't go anywhere. So you might as well make the best of it. Mm. And with that, we then started exploring. Well, Chenille, more than me, um, started exploring the Japanese or the Eastern way or the Asian way of mm. eating food. Right. So which is light meals, you know, small portions, tapas, um, trying flavors, trying different spices mm. you know because that's what we had at our disposal right mm. so you had your kitchen and you had chefs that were available what else could you do except play yes and we started playing listen so we now are konnichiwaing here <laughs> so we, we we started exploring and playing because that's ultimately you know where the country is at as mm. well you know if you don't play no one's gonna play with you right and if you don't have fun or you look like you're having fun there's a lot that you'll miss out on. So with us, you know, we went Japanese, we we, we went we tried the seafood and we, we, we kinda liked it. And even from a health perspective, you know, you would know, mm. um, as a as a vegetarian, a very strict <laughs> 
for two years in my for life, two, two and a half years in my life, yes. <laughs> yes, and, and you know, food allergies, people know what they're up against. So mm. it, was, it was really a place where we could play. It was a secret place where we could have, you know, good conversations over good wine, over good food. And another chef would say, try that. You know, another chef would say, try that. And, you know, it's just the flavor profile that we're mixing. You know, so, so, so we put up a team of, of people who really love food. I feel like, number one, you're the type of person when people say you can't, you're like, in click, I'm going to do it. Let's go there. I'm going to do it just because, just for dining. Exactly. That was like, and then secondly, in my mind, I imagined you were going to tell me a love story of you falling in love with Japan. And it's yeah. so weird. Um, over the past couple of weeks, yeah. The idea of traveling to Japan came to mind. Let's go. And then the algorithm started algorithm, <laughs> like about the schools, what yeah. they get fed at the, yeah. at the cafeteria, yeah. how the children in yeah. Japan are disciplined to do things. So now the Japan thing. So I thought you're going to be like, I went to Japan one day and I said, I'm bringing this home. Okay. That story is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> In the next show, in the next hour, we will be bringing you the secrets to Japan. Yes, you're true, 100%. You know, it's it's all about the story. So when we started exploring foods, we obviously took our kids on that journey. Mm. So I've got two kids. Kid one, she's nine. She loves seafood, Mm. right? We didn't grow up with seafood. I grew up with pup and another staple diet, mm. you know. So, so for us, it was really important to introduce our children to that kind of lifestyle. Mm. Um, also travel. When we travel with our children, they, you know, which means to, to go is to see, mm. you know. So, so food also helps you on that journey so that when you do go to those places, it's not foreign to them. Yes. And it's not foreign to your own tongue as well. Um, and because the world is such a digital nomad, you know, nomadic place, is that we need to cater for each other. And, and, you know, the Japanese or the Asians have had, have kept secrets from us as to why they live longer, why they're healthier. And it's, it's in the food. Oh, and, and I, by accident, but it's the algorithms, algorithming. One of these Instagram food profiles that I follow, was showing the the ancient process of how soy sauce is made. And one thing I love about um, the Asian community as a whole, they are very patient in their processes, right? Because it it was showing how they got to soak the beans first. Then they cook the beans. Then they leave them to dry. Then they dust them in flour and then leave them for seven days for some process to start. Then they're stuck together. You got to break them apart and then start to soak them in a salt water. And over time, over a couple of days, the oil starts to come out, which is this rich soy sauce, but they have to keep remarinating it. And I thought to myself, you guys are so patient. Like Rona, we won't die. We slaughter. Yeah. And we're eating (laughs) that day. But that process, just to get that key ingredient of soy sauce, which is so critical in in Asian cuisine as a whole, I was like, wow. Did you discover that at some point that, yes, we now have supermarkets, you can go and buy all of these things. But those ingredients are such a labor of love and patience and wisdom. You know, people see a plate of food. Right. And assume slap bang, it was frozen. We, we, we actually took a decision that we're not going to thaw our food. 
we're not going to um, keep food in the freezer for an X amount of time. Why? Because the science behind eating healthy food and eating um, food that's been prepared. We, in our kitchen, you know, we'll fight with Moses a lot. Okay. We've already started fighting. Yes. Food is 90% prep. Mm. Right. So for us, the science is it just doesn't rock up on your plate. You don't just wake up and drink a 12 year old whiskey um, overnight. It has to be matured over Mm. a certain time. And so that process we've brought into the food and we had to then look at, you know, the different venues and and places where that would be appreciated. So Mm. we went, for example, us being at Keys Art Mile Mm. in in, um, Rosebank, was so important for us because it's an art precinct. Mm. You don't just wake up and you're an artist and you've got paint overnight, you know. So we had to look at the venues and say, right, what speaks our language? What speaks to the Japanese food of, of, of life? What speaks to the science of food? What speaks to the art of food? You know, food is art. You know, your body's a temple, mm. you know. So, so why not treat it and enjoy it in that manner? But you are a creative at heart. Yeah. Um, you used to be working in the space of broadcasting and then you dumped us because it got hard. <laughs> Not that food is any easier or hospitality is any easier. Like we just have a WhatsApp line. You have customers who are like, I don't like this. Send it back to the kitchen. Chef, w- yes. where did your journey with food begin? Like was it in the kitchen as a child where you realized I love this a little bit more than other people do because there are the, the, the other children in the home that love to eat, but then they're the ones who want to see, how did you make this? Can I stand and watch you? Yeah, yeah. when it comes to food, it was not my passion, to be honest. Mm. I started as a soccer player. Really? Imagine, yeah. I started as a soccer player. And now Bafana needs you. A terrible but you're one. in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen and Bafana yeah, needs you. Yeah, but now I'm in the kitchen. I don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. So I started as a soccer player. Yes. And then I end up in the kitchen. Wow. But so, I, lo- I love it in the kitchen. How did you end up in the kitchen? What Was it out of necessity? Because some people end up in the kitchen where they're like, I just needed a job. And the only place that was willing to hire me happened to be a kitchen. But while I was there, I fell in love with it. No, I was uh, on training mm. with under 16, so Super Sport United, and then I get broken. That's where, that was my career was over. Mm. So then after that, I met a Japanese guy called Mia. He was the one who took me and said, boy, you're still young, come. Now I'm saving Yes. And then I started there and then I love it. So you actually were introduced to the kitchen specifically with Japanese the cuisine. Japanese, yes. Okay, so yeah. you weren't doing Lidombolo and Masonja. Yeah. My goodness. And, and what made um, you interested in it? Because there are many people who... Mm in general, are not open to different cultures and cuisines of food. Mm. You know, I, um, I'll hear women complaining like, Ish, I wish my husband was more experimental. He wants, yeah. he only wants what his mom cooked for yeah. him. But now we're so exposed to so many restaurants of food. What, what was it that made you be open to these very different flavors of, mm. for example, we don't really do sweet and sour in African yeah. Cuisine. Yeah. True. We we don't. We, no, don't we don't. Yeah, we don't. You know, we mm. don't do certain flavor profiles in African cuisine. What made you open to even this idea of eating raw fish? 
I, I thought of it because when I went through, uh, by the time when I started to learn Japanese food, I thought of it because, like, I realized that when you eat fresh food, that's more healthier. Yes. You get. Mm. But when it comes to Amatombolo, it's mixy. Yes. I understand. So I love it. Like, my born in the right for me. Now. Like, mm. I'm a problem even in the same thing. Yes. Ay, it's a problem even in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I cook for myself. Yes. Like, I don't feel like cooking in Papa Manje. Uh-uh. Yes. When I'm pegging up in the same thing, I'm a sauce manje. Yes. I'm a black Japanese. I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap. Have you been to Japan yet? No. Ah, uh, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. But never, yeah. I never been there. Yeah. I feel like your eyes are gonna be like this Yo. when you when you are there because yeah. even the different divisions yeah. within the Japanese cuisine. I mean, yeah. what what you've introduced today, I would describe as a fusion because. You know, we're also taking into consideration the South African palate. Yeah. I'll use, for example, and I, I just love your creativity of making a take on sushi that involves having duck that is crispy on top of your sushi. Yeah. Did you give him creative license or did you say, listen, now nah, I just need something crispy duck. I like that thing. <laughs> Figure it out. You know, to be honest with you, I still haven't acclimatized to our own menu. Mm. I'm still learning. Mm. Right. And a lot of people don't know that there's such a vast variety of the way you can cook Japanese food mm. that there's, you know, once you think you've gone past stage one, then then you realize there's another stage. Mm. So, I mean, Moses has been um, working within a Japanese kitchen for close to 20 something odd wow. years. So even when we interviewed him, A, he spoke like Japanese. <laughs> You know, Africanese really? <laughs> and um, Blackanese. Blackanese. <laughs> you know, so, so even that that decision was very easy for us to take because we, we, we. I mean, we flew him down. Well, he actually, when we put out the call, he actually flew himself down. Wow! From Cape Town, just to come and have an interview with us, and um, you know, the team has been carefully crafted. Mm. You know, to put together a team that is really passionate about food. Because the rest then can be taught. Mm. So even our executive chef, you know, um, Chef Leighton, um, has a Japanese kind of, um, you know, call it cuisine style, mm. you know. So everybody we chose or we've chosen to be part of this team has, has a very strong sense of Asian food. Mm. And obviously Chanel is a big lover of all things Asian and chili and all that kind of stuff. So even the duck... <laughs> You know, poor duck. Um, it's it, it, it's 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 a big lesson for all of us around taste, how it must be presented. You know what it looks like, how it tastes, um, how it shows up in a main meal in sushi, because you know the Asians have kept that such a secret mm. for so many years. But those that know what that looks like, you can't go back to eating mm. normal. Mm. And I think that's what I love about, you know, the food we get to enjoy South Africans is we have every type of cuisine. But I mean, um, um, you can find Ken Pie on Instagram at K-A-N, K-A-N-P-A-I underscore S-A on Instagram. They're at 21 Keys Avenue in Rosebank to get to have an experience. Don't be surprised. There's a hint of Korean. There's 
even a taco on the menu. So you mm. really get to enjoy the celebration of Japanese cuisine. Thank you for the cocktail. That was so good. <laughs> like, I had to stop myself because the job, the job. And as Robert Boy said, salary, salary. <laughs> Get December. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so, so much for joining us on 702 Afternoons. Thank you thank so you much so for much. having